What to do DMV episode 49 of Chirpin DMV. We're one away from 50. We're a little scratchy today because we're trying to figure out how to do this new um, Skype slash podcast slash through the phone and we'll get it figured out. But I'll let's say what's up to the boys real quick. A B K P A B. Let's start with you. What's going on, baby? Not much, man. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> we haven't had we haven't had any caps on in a while. We got a lot to talk about. Our... Yeah, we we skipped kind of we took our time with the episode to get this episode out because of everything that went down. KP, what's up with you, real quick, my baby? Uh, not much, man. Just trying to stay safe out here in the street. Yeah, trying to stay away from that coronavirus. So we might as well start there. Let's just jump right into it. Coronavirus has suspended uh, the NHL season as we were supposed supposed to play Detroit on Thursday. Uh, news came in that day. Uh, so let's start with everybody's initial reaction. KP, let's start with you. Uh, kind of blown. I mean, Thursday was kind of a shitty day anyways because you're just looking forward to Friday. You're kind of probably going to have a couple beers. So you're like, fuck, Caps game, beers, weather's not bad. And Basketball. then just like your world's in like a dumpster out of nowhere. Just hits AB initial thoughts when you heard the NHL was suspended. Well, it started off with March Madness. Yeah. And I was like, That was fuck. a dagger. God like an asshole yeah and then we're waiting and waiting and waiting and then we finally get the news and i'm sitting there like oh my god is ov not gonna be able to score 50 because he probably could have done it that night against detroit yeah oh easily because last game round he had the hat trick against him right yeah and detroit fucking sucked on the even road you know the caps kind of suck too but yeah, yeah I, I tweeted out that this could be good for the caps Oh, if the season comes back we get like a month off and then they come back and get out of their slump and they can just start buzzing from the start well, I think this is the best fucking thing that could happen to the Caps. <laughs> if we're talking Billy, about the Caps, if we're throwing, I mean, Billy, if we're throwing out logic and like people's safety out of the window, we can talk hockey. But yeah, Philly's hot. This could cool them down, and the Caps are bad. Exactly. This could heat us up. Right. I mean, if we were, if you're a Philly fan right now, I'd be in a rage. Like, yeah. it's like a curse. <laughs> you're finally good for the first time in a couple years. Like, really fucking good. Yeah. Would you say I all mean, the stats came out? They had the highest percentage to win the Stanley Cup. Vegas second, yeah. Caps third. Yeah. Yeah. And. Which I was kind of shocked with. I figured like Tampa and Boston would be above us, but, um, but yeah, like anyway, they, they, they announced the news, and it's like, oh my god, this is shutting down the entire fucking world at this point. Like we have nothing to watch now, yeah. and this is the best time of the year for sports. I would argue. Yeah, because Thursday was supposed to be West Virginia Big Twelve tournament and Caps all in the same night at the same time. And I was gonna double screen it and just JJ yeah, dude, I was, do whatever. Dude, you know how you always you always hear like March Madness and like. Older men, they're getting like the nuts neutered because you're just kidding around. Watching, <laughs> like, on the junkies, I, I grew up watching, like, not watching, but listening to the junkies on the way to work. And they would always talk about March Madness time, and they always do it this time of year. They'll give away one free, like, surgery to have that happen. Is that to me? Yeah. They, <laughs> they do it every yeah, day. I, I, I know what he's talking about. They, it's some crazy shit. Like on, that. They do it live on air. Like, it has That's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. So it's just like all those guys you think that had that plan. For this like time period, and now they have nothing to do, nothing to watch. They're just gonna be sitting on the couch with their nuts hurting. Jesus Christ! Well, I'm not really nut do talk that. from coronavirus they, talk. But let's get into. That's how it, like March Madness. 
That's Mark Madden's time, not time. Yeah, let's get into how it's going to affect the league. Like I said, we're on hiatus. We have no idea. I saw a tweet today. It was like, two weeks from now, this could all be blown over and blown out of proportion, or two weeks from now, people are going to be breaking into your house trying to steal your food. Um, so yeah. if the league, uh, well, they've reached out to the teams. They said, you know, make sure you have arena capacity through pretty much the end of July. So I think right now they're hopeful that this can start, you know, maybe mid-April. Um we maybe stay playoff. We maybe start playoffs a couple weeks late, but then again, you have to look at the regular season schedule because looking at Caps, Philly, and Pittsburgh, all three are at sixty-nine games. Boston, Tampa, Toronto, all are at seventy. You got some teams at seventy-one. It's if it they were to come back and just say, "All right, we just need a week of playoffs." I think you try to get every team to maybe seventy-two, seventy-three games, just so it's all yeah. out. I was going to say, I, would, sure. I think they would push to 74 games if some teams already have 71. Well, yes. at least make at least make it so every team uh, has an even number of games played. Right. It's not fair if a team is a wild card one oh, point yeah. out and they have one, one game left. So you can't just jump straight to the playoffs. Right. You can't um, because they're, it's they're, tough. Yeah. Right. They're going to have to do at least a week or something like that. I, I agree. So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Because, I mean, I mean, I've been talking about this with my own personal hockey, like adult hockey shit, and like it. It just seems like it's going to get worse and worse. And now that we're hearing that, who knows? Everybody could go on to a lockdown. Well, you look at I Italy, mean, and that's what I'm, happened to them, right? I'm, I'm hearing that apparently we're two weeks behind them. Yeah, right? as and of Thursday like, last week, we were ten days behind where they were, or whatever. So yeah, and uh, I just saw on Twitter that groups of fifty or more, they're saying the CDC is saying to not have any gatherings of fifty or more. Yeah, so I mean. Can people even go to work? So I'm great. I, I can, which sucks. <laughs> we have like four people that work. Right. Yeah. Work, um, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I mean, what would be an ideal situation, KP, for you? So say, say the season resumes. Best case scenario, the season resumes. You know, mid-April, but you know, the first week of April is when the regular season is supposed to stop anyway. So say, second week of April, we can begin games. What is your ideal situation for how we handle the end of the season and then right in the playoffs? I mean, I'm thinking for the Caps, the best case scenario is that we don't have a regular season or any kind of long regular season, maybe like five games max that everybody gets to play to kind of even it out. Because if teams have a chance to get hot again, I just think we're fucked. And uh, the only chance we have is like getting a, getting hot during playoff series, team kind of coming together, getting a hot goal or something like that. Because things aren't really clicking, and I, I don't see how just like – the guys not playing together for a long time, jumping back into it, it's they're gonna, gonna get hot again. Maybe, maybe it'll maybe it'll be like the beginning of the season we were hot. Maybe if we take this time off, it'll be just be like a refresher. <laughs> that's Hopefully. true. AB, you mentioned Honestly. try to get every team to seventy four games. I mean, that's three games for some teams. That's you know four, five, yeah. six, six games for some teams. The Islanders are at sixty eight. Carolina's at sixty eight. Columbus at seventy. I, but those are the three teams right there in that wild card hunt. And the Rangers are at seventy. They're all right there. Yeah, I think. It'll depend on if they do somehow start by mid-April, which I kind of highly doubt at this point. You give it two weeks, um, or I would say no. I, I mean, I would say they would almost push it to seventy-eight games. I mean, mid-April is a good start. I kind of am assuming at this point that they don't start till May. So if they don't start till May, I think yeah, it's definitely a shortened season yeah. at the very least, and it's probably seventy. If, I would assume seventy-two to seventy-four games played for all teams. Yeah. If they do end up starting mid-April, then I could see them pushing it to a 78-game season. Because you can, you could probably have that regular season go until mid-May, and then from mid-May till July, it's you have you have to do playoffs. 
Yeah, you know, that'd be there? wild yeah. if we had some playoffs through July, though. <laughs> I wouldn't hate it, but I just, well, I just... Well, do, real quick, do we all agree that uh, it's probably not going to happen anything until at least mid-April? I don't like, know. Oh yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think realistically, there's a that'd be the earliest. I'm, I'm oh, thinking, yeah. I'm thinking I'm worst a... case scenario, like nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I don't. Agree with I don't see this getting better than it gets worse. Uh, in terms I, of, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. Itself. At, at this point in day and age of social media and PR, well, and public public backlash. Like I, I just think at this point they're just like. We'd rather scratch this season than have any kind of like thing where a fan gets sick or anything. No, I don't. I don't well, yeah, like they're they even worried about like fans. Like they're worried about each person individually. Like if right, yeah. If we potentially think, as a country go on like a fourteen day like isolation, like I think passed Batman down by the federal government to do. I think Batman is trying to do everything he possibly can. To oh, get for sure. Him. Um, which is kind of cool because even though everyone gives a shit, like he's actually we want one of the. He's one of the better commissioners out of the four major sports. I mean, he is. fucking Goodell sucks. Mm-hmm. The MLB commissioner is taking a whole bunch of heat from the Astros, which, by the way, spin zone for them. They are no longer have the uh, front news. Yeah, they're chilling. They're like, <laughs> fuck it, dude. I actually, at. Yeah. Actually, I did hear that um, they started coronavirus because they were having fans showing up to their – their games. Oh, okay. That is a hot take that, um, that I'm hearing out there. Yeah, it's super. I mean, me personally, I started in China, but you know, Astros, China, fucking China, Wu, that, Wuhan, wherever the fuck it started, they're all to blame. I think. Wu Tang, Wu Tang, Wu Tang, China. Um, so I guess with that being said, we like we said, we haven't gotten an episode out in a bit. Uh, in terms of coronavirus, I I'm personally thinking worst case scenario. I don't know if we're gonna get a season out of this. This could be a couple months long. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen, but I don't know well, what happens. Uh, do you just cancel the season? Do you give whoever's leading the, I don't know, are we Metropolitan Champs? Is Ovi the goal scoring leader? Is it? I was say, do you think, well, because I was talking about backlash a second ago, do you think the NHL is worried about making the wrong decision with this moving forward of not letting teams get to 82 and kind of like integrity of the, the thing season is, I don't kind think of there things is, like that? I don't think there is a wrong decision to be made yeah. here. Okay. If you cancel yeah. the season, you get Everybody's well, like, well, I, I you kind of had to. All um, the pressure of the NCAA, and I, I, I get that the NHL is not going to have the same pressure as the NCAA because yeah. they're dealing with students, student athletes, things like that. But I just, I wonder how much they worry about of cutting out chances of teams making the playoffs because they cut a season short. Well, let's talk about what happens if they cancel the season. I mean, I'm fucking pissed because a, we mentioned already, Ovi, he's going to get cut short of getting a 50 goal season. Yeah, and that'll be twice in his career already. That's yeah, thirty-two and forty-eight. That would have been a fifty-goal season. V, and this this year, he would have gotten a fifty-goal season. V was very excited about this Kovalchuk thing developing, and if the can season gets canceled, I mean, is he just gone then next year? It very well could happen. I mean, he very well could want to stay for a chance at a cup since he's not going to be able to get it this year if they do cancel things. But I think it, it's also if uh, he wants to go somewhere and make some money. Uh, if you, just, if you rather, rather but he came here to prove mind. himself and go deep in the playoffs and do all that so he could make that money. He's not going to get that chance now. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, think somebody's okay. Damn, don't I you? don't know. No, no probably not. I mean, any he's other not. backlashes? He's got, like, <laughs> he's got like nine goals this year. Okay, I'm, I'm saying there's got to be some team out there that games. would all, all for him more than the cap space just because of cap space issues. Oh, well, I mean, looking at it now, I don't see him making more than a million and a half. Whoever's phone's buzzing, take it off the table. <laughs> it's mine. But um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of sucks because I thought 
I mean, everything was kind of coming into its own. The Caps weren't playing great, but we're starting to see some bright spots, which we can, I guess, get into because we haven't gotten an episode out in a while. So we could lightly touch on the last four games, even though they were a week, almost two weeks ago, it seems like. Yeah, let's get off this corona. Yeah, I mean, let's Welcome just take it. So let's start there. Caps, Flyers. I mean, three-game Metro slate, Philly. Um, they were right up our ass at the time. So a huge game against them. Uh, I think they had at the time won like seven of eight in the sixth straight. Osh, Osh Babes, his 800th game. Um, Lars Eller, he gets us on the board first. Beautiful drop pass for Panic, and the Tiger tucks it home. Uh, you know how in-depth in these games we want to go because I kind of don't remember them. <laughs> it's like two weeks ago now at this point. Yeah, how did, how did the Philly game go? Yeah. So let me just run through, the, let me run through no. the bullets of each point, are, and then we we'll just work. go from there. Yeah, so second period, all Philly, they strike three times, connect me, Hayes, Pitlick. Caps take five penalties. It seemed like three of them in that second period were all kind of like back to back to back to back. It, it's, we just got fucking pummeled right there in that second period, taking bad penalties. Hathaway, he gets one back for the buzzer. He gets a feed from Willie in front, sneaks it up top, his eighth. Uh, and then all Philly in the third as they tack on two more and Hope he stops 24 of 29. Flyers win 5-2. Uh, they just kicked the shit out of us. Yeah. Um, they The power play, I think, single-handedly lost us this game. I think we went, like, 0-5. Yeah, I think um, we went 0-5, and we all – or maybe 0-4, but I know we took five penalties, and they scored, what, two power play goals? Yeah. Um, special teams is Bad. what's been killing the Caps for the, lately. Yeah, like, it's – the power play has been awful for the past 18 months, it feels like. I mean, we've been talking about it all season long. Um, Todd doesn't make a, a single change again. Was this the game you were at? I was at this game, yeah. Okay, so I was, this is a game I wasn't at. I didn't go to, didn't watch. So talk a little more to me since you're going in-depth about it. Like, was this game that lopsided? I, didn't I mean, It wasn't at first. Because I was working. Late, was, but... at, we, at first, it was fairly even i mean they were out playing us a little bit but like it wasn't like i was worried and we were up one nothing at the time so i was like like it was like we had a chance yeah um then i mean we had momentum and then they just scored um they had a lucky they they scored one to tie it up and i think gudis uh it wasn't covering um, his man in front of that again i think it was a rebound right to connect did he, did he play that game? Play. i'm trying to remember because i don't think he played he didn't he was scratched like three of these four games that were about to go over i want to say yeah i i can't remember i honestly can't remember who it was but <laughs> connecting was right at connecting was all alone in front of the net um there's a it was a slap shot from the point Holpe makes a nice kick save puck goes literally right to an uncovered connecting he just buries her own um, the second goal was another play in front of the net. It was kind of lucky, kind of like, like the guy, he definitely intentionally made to make this kick pass, but basically the guy from the point, uh, made a shot pass. Guy kicks it out to a, a streaking haze coming down the, uh, to the, uh, back post. Yeah, I, I did right. see the highlight of this goal, and there was somebody standing there. I forget who the defenseman was. I saw the replay, but there's somebody standing there, and they just didn't see Kevin Hayes coming from behind him, and he was skating a lot faster. He got in front of him and got the puck. Yeah, it was, uh, I wouldn't blame that on the defenseman. I would blame that on the forward who was supposed to cover him. He was, because that was other defenseman. The guy who was on the guy who reached. Just that's just a good play. He had him covered. Play, yeah. yeah, he had him covered. He made a good play. Uh, it's the guy that 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 off winger has to take that guy streaking in. That guy makes sure. uh, Kevin Hayes makes a good cut to the net, and no one's covering him, and that's got to be the other winger, right? Yep. Or centerman. Yep. So I mean, 
Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't get into this game until about the second period once I got off work, and that was seemingly right when we started taking all these penalties. All right. I put on the headphones on the Metro. And I was like, all right, Caps take a penalty. Oh, they score. Or Philly scored, and they got waved off, and then they scored right away anyway. Yep, yep, yeah. Because I remember. I, I want to say it was like three penalties in a span of like eight minutes, maybe eight or nine Which minutes. Is, dude, we've been doing that in every single game. Well, at this point in the game, do you think the Caps are more chasing and playing down to Philly? You know how we usually do, or is this more of a game where – we just don't even look need to play down. They're, they're, they're the better team. I don't know, Philly's the best team. You're not playing down to Philly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the, how are the Caps looking how they usually play? How they usually play down the teams? Like, obviously, they're not playing up to Philly because they can't handle Philly. Yeah, just, I mean, yeah. They just, were in they're a not, slump and get, get, Philly was hot. Getting all these penalties, like, were they running around playing stupid or is this more like... The same dumb penalties we always take, stick penalties, undisciplined shit, just being out of position and taking penalties because yeah. of that. Yep, exactly. It's bad it's, positioning, like, bad play, leading the penalties that need to be taken. Yeah, we get into the, we'll get it into it a little bit too with the New York game because that was a fucking awful game. But it, it was basically the same thing as that. Well, yeah. so, like I don't think the Cats can handle speed. Um, no, they can't. Up front. They can't. Any, anything yeah. that has speed up front, if you put it to our pressure, you pressure our defense with it. Like I just feel like we always fuck up, which is pretty bad because yeah. the entire NHL is faster than us. Flyers control the faceoff. Lawson with the puck. It's uh, game two of that three-game slate. It's, you know, on the road the night after we lose to Philly. It's the Rangers. They're fighting for that playoff spot. Uh, Hags, he gets us on the board first. He goes short side. He's kind of short-angled over there. Just kind of throws it on net. It gives the Caps a one nothing lead, and that's 15 points in 20 games for your boy, KP. Yeah, um, KP's uh, going to grab another beer real quick, but I'll fill in for him. Hags. <laughs> 15 Hags points is, in the last 20 games for Hags, A.B. Yeah, Hag, he's he's been the most consistent player. Him and Lars Eller have been the most consistent player. We've been saying this for like two months now, I feel like. Yep. And he just kind of throws it on net. I mean, it's kind of a bad goal by the Ranger goalie. It is terrible. He's just literally just trying to test him, just put pucks on net. Yeah. I mean, I think most of Hag's goals are kind of like, not not fluky, but... Sneaky. They're, more, they're playoff goals. Sneaky. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, playoff they're, goals. They're grinder goals. And how about we talk about this in the summertime, baby? You give Hag a training camp and a little more time with the Caps. I knew this guy was going to come through, play a lot better than he was playing in L.A. He's kind of finding himself again. And fuck this coronavirus because I want to see playoff Hags right now, baby. With the elite sniper and Kovalchuk on that side with him. So <laughs> one nothing Caps. Zabinajad. Zabinajad. Sorry, Zabinabad. Uh, ends up getting the first goal of his what would eventually be five. Uh, he ties it uh, 1-1 at the end of the first. He also starts the second with a tuck to give the Rangers a two-goal lead, his second of the game already. And then it's our boy Colville Chuck. His first is a cap. He ties it at two apiece, an absolute fucking rocket. I mean, he comes off the bench, comes down, piping in. It's a beautiful feed from Eller, and yeah, got to be feeling pretty good seeing Colville Chuck just fucking absolutely bomb one. Yeah, it took him a little bit, but uh, yeah, it was a good shot, and that's that's that is the reason why we got him. I don't know about you guys, but watching him, each game and uh, I guess shot by shot or opportunity by opportunity, I just felt like it was time. Like it was going to happen sooner or later. He just, just like his good, good karma was going to come. He's playing good. I thought. I mean, is he playing good? I was. I wouldn't say he was playing great. I thought he was playing well. He was adjust. He was. He was still in that adjustment period. I think, and it's tough to say. I think he's a lot better, but I think he's he's playing a lot better than expectations, and we're a lot. A lot of people didn't think he'd have more of a uh, 
full like two ice game. I, I think he's playing not bad in the defensive zone and he's not being a liability. I think he's being smart with the puck when he gets chances. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, he's. I think he's he, made some turnovers. He might, he might be holding him to a higher standard. Maybe. He's had some turnovers. I can tell you. I, that. I think that I think line he, was two or three games away from coming into their own and playing at a high level. Yeah, and I do you think the turnovers are more him trying to feel people out and maybe making a mistake. I think he's just trying to force plays a little. Yeah, he's 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 a lot of times you see him just kind of launching the puck at Eller, being like, "You take care of this." But I think he was still it was still an adjustment for him. He didn't look like the Kovalchuk that we even saw in Montreal, which is you know part of that whole getting filled with the lineies and his play is lazy. Or do you do you I think wouldn't I wouldn't call it lazy? That. Maybe just trying yeah, to do would... too much, too quick. Yeah, it could be that. I don't know. Um, it was, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to call it lazy. It's just not. Well, I think I think a lot of people were talking about his defensive zone liability coming into this. Do you think he's that big of a liability as we thought? No. Uh, no. I think in the defensive zone, he's been uh, fine. I mean, he hasn't done anything stupid. He hasn't done anything stupid. He also hasn't done anything that's like, oh, wow, we're fucking spectacular. Yeah. But he's one spectacular goal away from everybody being like, yep, hard dicks for him. Yeah, I think he was playing exactly how Richard Panic was playing in that third line. Yeah, we'll get to that because you tweeted and said that you were the only one that ever had panics back, and I want to explain myself a little bit. Um, let's finish this. Do we want to finish the Rangers game? We, yeah, let's finish the yeah, Rangers game yeah, yeah. and the Penguins game, and then we'll get into it because I got some stats. Um, so Caps fall behind again. D'Angelo tucks one. Rags go back up three to two. Garney looks like a Kemper goal at first, but you know, Panic makes a beautiful move down the right wall. Speaking of, he feeds Kemps. Kemps gets it on that. Garney tips it in. Tied 3-3 heading into the third. Third period, four goals scored. Zeminijad and Ovi back and forth, back and forth. Two goals each. Uh, that gives Mika four on the game so, so so far. So first up, Mika, he makes it four to three. And then it's a four on four. It's winding down, five, four, three seconds left. Carlson feeds it cross ice to Ovi. He just kind of does this thing where he corrals it and wrists it home and uh, ties the game, and it's his 46th. Yeah, um, Zeminijad, it, it was just one of those nights for him that was – it. It was just his night, you know what I mean? Like he was in the right place at the right time. He um, he's in, he plays that Oshi role on that power play, and he t- plays it very well. For sure. But that's also because this Ranger power play is very very good because they have Artemi Panarin running it, who can, who is probably I would say the third best player in the league right now. Yep. Um, MVP he, candidate. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about that on the last Caps episode we had. It was, I said that he should be up there for the MVP. I was actually arguing that he might have it over Dreisaitl, but Dreisaitl quickly shut me up, I think, the game after we released that podcast. Yeah, like literally. Four point nine. Um, I think that was Connor's breaking back as well. Yeah, it was. Uh, but Panarin, like, they run the power play through him, but they also have someone um, up top named Adam Fox who can run that power play very well, and Jacob Truba Fox isn't running it. And uh, Buchnevich is playing the Baxter role, and they work that umbrella. They're not just they're not, they're not just working it on one side. Agreed. Yeah, so a lot, a, a lot of his – like, so Zabinijad is um, – when it, the puck is on, in their case, the Buch, Buchnevich side, which would be our Backstrom side. Right. Uh, Zabinijad has the one-timer just like Oshie does. Yep. When when Panarin does it, he makes like a shot pass to the slot, and all Zabinajad does is all he has to do is 
get a stick on it. He just redirects it. Redirects it, yeah. And it's it works it works like a charm, you know. For some reason, our guys cannot. Oshi, I don't think has gotten as open as Zabinajad has in that power play. I'm gonna I will say that. Not to push this topic, but. How do you think Ovechkin would do tipping the puck? I think he'd be very good at getting the puck in front of him. Tipping the puck and eating up rebounds? Yes. I want him in that Oshi spot. I really wish Todd would call me back when he's locked down. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I, we've been saying that for like two months now. We should put him up there. Yep. It's such a big, so, such a big body. I don't, I don't think. Yep. Zibinijad, he would score again, but as you just mentioned, Ovi. Uh, he bails us out. 45 seconds left in the game. Granted, it's six on five, but it's him in front of the net, and he just crashes it off a of Carlson shot and just fucking tucks it home, and it's 47 for him. Caps ninth, six v five goal of the season, most in the NHL. Dude, he just felt like he wanted it more. And uh, I, I guess that whole third period, just watching him, he really felt like in the offensive zone, he wanted it more. He wanted to get the goal. He wanted to do something for this team. And I, I love when Ovi's playing like that, and he has that kind of fire behind him to to pull, push it out of his ass to get it done. For sure. Well, we go to OT, and I kind of want to ask you about this because we put out Orlov, Kuzi, and Wilson. All three seemingly have been struggling. Tomo, not great in that Philly game. I mean, getting, I mean, we didn't even touch on it. He fought twice, took himself out of that game completely, was running around like crazy. Uh, Kuzi, ton of lazy plays in his Rangers game, and Zabinijad, fucking 30 seconds in, he gets his fifth goal, and the Caps lose. So I, did, I didn't understand the three we had out there to start overtime. Was this the uh, stretch pass? That he yeah. submitted this yeah. kind of stretch pass. I'm pretty yeah. sure Kuzi was pretty lax with days ago and a few back checks, which led to some goals earlier in that regulation. I would love for this to be talked about real quick. Have you liked any of the three on three pairings that the Caps have ever put out? I really couldn't even say a, a three person group that I, I would really love. In, until even we get out the, there. I would love Kovalchuk, Kuznetsov, and Ovechkin. Yeah, you would love that. I mean, the, <laughs> the one. The Score one gets say, scored on. You would love early in the season is Backstrom, Carlson, Ovechkin, just your most like reliable players, maybe. I would do. Oshi can grind the puck out for you. I would, I would pick Oshi, Backstrom, and Carlson probably. Um, no, honestly, like it it wouldn't even like cross my mind on any other player. Maybe uh, Lars Eller, maybe. Yeah, Lars. Lars could work. Go Lars Um, Hags. On three on three, Lars, Rana, Backstrom, Backstrom, Maybe Rana, Rana, Lars. Backstrom. You put Rana out there just to fucking speed up past everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's, Didn't like who I we put know. out there and we lost because of it. So I don't know if you watched po- uh, the post game press conference with Todd, but he said that um, three on three wise, those uh, statistically, those are the three best players that we have. Well, statistically, so, over the last two games, no, they weren't. <laughs> Especially that, that game, that Rangers game, Kuzi was not good. Yeah, um, he's been throwing and, fucking area passes. He's just not giving a damn. It seems like. Nah, he's he's been pretty bad, which which is funny because I said uh, at the All Star break, I think I said he's been our most consistent player, which he has probably been our most inconsistent player now. Do you think it's confidence wise that he's not having confidence? And then yeah, he's a big confidence. He's yeah, he's only he's playing well. Different, different player without confidence. Yes, mm-hmm. he's not the type of player that would go in a show and just play total like shit. When he doesn't have nah. confidence, I think he's more of a player that might try no. things that is more forcing it, more trying to do the pretty pass stuff like that, trying to get himself get himself in confidence with doing the pretty things, stuff like that, like the special moves. I think that's the type of guy he is. I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't <laughs> well, done it. Play. He hasn't 
Yeah, he hasn't really done any. I mean, I think he did what you literally just said he doesn't do. I think he has been like putting a shell here. I mean, he hasn't done much. Yeah, he hasn't. He's uh, been very up and down this season. And I want to say Stackline Blake maybe wrote a blog about it. Uh, I'm not too sure. But yeah, he's, he did, he's been he, very he, good and very bad. He wanted to switch Lars and um, Kuzi a while ago. He said he also brought up the fact that Kuzi was shooting at like 20% shot percentage, which is way above his career number, right? Which, which is around 13. And now I think he mentioned that he's shooting at like a 7% clip. Yeah, since. that sounds about right. So, um, yeah, now, so, may, I mean, hopefully his shot percentage picks back up if there is a playoff, whenever playoffs come. How, how viable do you think Kuzi's success is to the Caps' success in the playoffs? It is must-need. It is must-need. He was our best player when we won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kuzi, Kuzi needs to be oh. rolling for us to win. Do you think it was, it was missing last year in the Carolina series? Alone? Yes, I do think it was missing last year. Um, I mean, I don't. what do you think, though? Yeah, I mean, last year was just kind of a weird year for him because of everything that kind of went on. Um, I think he had to get yeah. over. He's a very mental person in terms of he's got to get over mental hurdles to be playing well. He's got yeah. to be in the right space emotionally, mentally. Um, right. He's been very good. He's been very bad this season. And that Rangers game, I thought he, he – I think the past couple games, he's been forcing a lot. He's kind of throwing area passes. And the only – Todd just – I don't see it, though, because I want to mix up that first line, but I don't want to mess up the fourth line, and I'm not messing up the – Second line because second line's been balls to the walls too. Very good. I'm I'm back to uh, I'm I'm kind of uh back on Blake's side here now, which I wasn't at first. But dude, I I throw him with fucking Kovalchuk and see what happens on the third line. Who? No, do you disagree? Oh no, uh, not at all. I mean, Kuzi, Kovalchuk, Haglin, yeah, and then put Eller up there with Tomo and uh, Ovi. Either him, either him or the second. I, I would probably put back. I don't want to mess with that second line, line though, because yeah. they've been hot. So I mean, I, I think you're gonna have better success, success yeah. with uh, Backstrom, Ovi, and Eller. Because that first line has like, even when Backstrom was there, I mean, Wilson and Ovi have have kind of not been great in their own end. Wilson slowed down a lot Agreed. since the beginning of the season. He has, he has. Um, so yeah, let's well, just for, not keep. Griping on the Rangers game. Um, let's kick it over to. Well, the, I will, go ahead. Before, like, I do want to mention, like, we, you said they, um, the power play or the penalties have been really bad. That was the worst I've ever seen for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, just the, part of the course right now. It's just caps taking penalties. Down penalties. Last, think, a lot of penalties. Last eight minutes of that game, I think we're on the penalty kill for six of those minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not going to fucking win. We got no lucky sense. to. Yeah, we got lucky to win, like to get a point out of that game, and Ovi, you got Carlson, you got Carlson fucking cross-checking guys in the face, and then ask giving the rest of what for. Talk like, about dude, guys you, whose play is really dropped, dude. Yeah, right. He is not Carlson's more not good. Right now. Yeah, well, the action that you just said, AB, kind of reflects the way he's playing. When you're not playing good, you're having frustration. The whole fucking NHL is looking at you as a Norris Trophy winner, and then. I mean, you're taking stupid penalties like that. Yeah, you're going to look at the ref like, what the fuck? Because in your mind, you're like, what the fuck is going on? I was yeah. the best player in the league, and now I'm like, my confidence is gone. I'm not playing as well. The team's not as playing as well. The pressure's on me. Uh, he's lucky he didn't get four minutes on that. He was complaining yeah. about the original call. But I can definitely feel that on John, and I don't, I mean, we haven't seen him with that much pressure on him and how yeah, the play, so, yeah, fuck. Yep. Yeah, so there it is. <laughs> it's just not a great game again, and then back-to-back nights, even though we've been a, 
fairly good team on back-to-backs this season. It's just not good. Uh, Caps come up empty and lose their second in a row. So let's kick to yep. the next game here. On the sharp angle shot. Panarin. Up the middle. Sabanajan. He goes to the net. He scores. He scores. The Rangers win. Mika Sabanajan with five goals. Do you believe it? Right, third game against the Pens, and in just as many games, it's a game that uh, puck drops before 2 o'clock. We've had two new games against them, uh, 1 o'clock game against them. This was Sunday, so looking to avoid another damn loss. Less than two minutes in, fourth line grind, Dowd, uh, beautiful play, kind of goes to panic. Uh, Garney down below the net, tic-tac-tuck, and caps on the board early if you guys uh, caught much of this game. I caught a little bit of it. I caught the first half of it. and Yeah, fourth line was... Uh, they were fucking buzzing this game. It. I mean, they have been buzzing for a while, uh, for pretty much since the Kovalchuk trade. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just goes to show. I mean, how important they have to be in in the playoffs uh, in the playoffs too. If we get to a playoff, um, they we we mentioned it before that DSP he scored like seven clutch goals in the playoffs for yeah. them. And uh, I mentioned I, I called out Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, I called out Hathaway and. Pretty much ever since Panic has moved down, Hathaway stepped his game up too, and the fourth line is and yeah, Nick Dowd is fucking sick. I mean, uh, yeah. Panic is Panic has been making like first line plays on the fourth line. Well, he you, is. Kind of, you kind of just mentioned how he's like DSP. He's kind of reminded me of the DSP from that 2018 playoff run. He scored. Who, uh, Hathaway? No, Panic. Oh, oh Panic. Okay. Panic right now. He's scoring goals. I mean. He's kind of given a, a scoring vibe to that fourth line moving down. Yep. You never know how these trades are going to affect things, good or bad, uh, one line or the other. And, I mean, the fourth line seems like the most effective right now. The third line is decent with Kovalchuk, but, I mean, fuck, this fourth line, they're playing, I think, just as good or better than uh, earlier in the year when we were saying they were so good. I yeah. agree. And nice. adding – go ahead. Go ahead, A.B. Oh, I was just going to say that Hathaway has definitely – Stepped up his game pretty much ever since I called him out. That, that, yeah, that line's been great. I mean, they get more up, points man. in this game, but I mean, in the six games since the Caps made that Kovalchuk trade, the fourth line has 16 points. Panic is two goals, five assists for seven and a plus six. Dowd is two and three for five points and a plus five, and Garney's three and one for four points and a plus four. I mean, I stand, I stand fourth line panic is one of the best Caps on the roster, but I despise third line panic. <laughs> Again, That's where I, I sit. Mean, Panic is a great fourth liner. Don't at me. Don't at anybody. But Panic on the third line is the worst. I, yeah, dude, I Two different dudes. I can like I, one, I, hate I, the other. Yep, I definitely hated third line Panic, and uh, I've never talked shit about fourth line Panic. So good on you, fourth line Panic. Where yeah, you fourth got line it? Panic is uh, the I best. Mean, I'll, I guess I'll take it, but I just I still think he was playing fine on the third line. Uh, the third line before the trade deadline, the third line was our best line. So think about it. We never talk shit about him. He's good stuff right now. So, sure. kind, of, kind of congrats to us. Like, good yeah, on us. Sure. All right. Congrats well, to Turpin DMV. Uh, if you're doing that, I, I can claim that for Hathaway then, right? No, because well, Hathaway hasn't moved line to line. I don't like third line panic, Ooh, but I love fourth well, line soon, panic. As soon as I started talking shit, he stepped the shit up. Thank you, That Andy. is true. That is, hey. kind, of, kind of reminds me of the 2018 when you were talking shit with my boy Barakowski and the guy just like lit up the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning. Well, I called that happening. Well, I he lit up well. the Tampa Bay Lightning in one game. He was definitely scratched for a little bit of that series. Yeah. I called that game. That, I called that, though. I literally tweeted, fucking scratch for a copy and that, so that he could score two goals and shut my ass up. And then he went and scored two goals. First thing I was to the cup. I just need to, see, I need to keep calling people out. 
Although I've called out Todd all, all season long. And it's you call out Corona. Oh shit! I gotta call out Corona. I gotta be. Oh, I have been. We're dude. not I'm a Corona. Saying... We're not a Corona fan base, are we? No, we're, we hate we hate the Corona. That's what I figured. Yeah. But like I've been calling it a bitch, and now it's kind of shutting me up. It is. It is a bit. It is still a bitch though, because it's like yo, quit acting like a bitch. Yeah, I mean it's. I I, I called it a fraud flu. Fraud flu. Yeah, the double Fs. Yeah. yeah. Eh, we'll see. But. Uh, yeah. So later in the first, Vrana, he breaks up the right side. Little saucer pass to back his tape. He's in the slot, roofs it, caps up two rip. Yeah, uh, this game, it felt like they actually wanted to play hockey. Yeah. Cause or they're it kind of felt like anything they were doing wasn't going to go wrong. Like, it just felt like good vibes and, like, good things were going to happen. And whenever I see a backy goal, especially like that with, like, a snipe, which is not usually his forte, it's just like, Fuck, it's going to be a good day. Yeah. Um, I also think, though, well, actually, we'll get to it. At, uh, we'll, I'll get to it after the, the game is over because everyone was, like, on their high horse after this game. So go ahead, Bill. Um, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, Backy, he's just, yeah, he picks like Kyle said. It's not a – it's tough to say what a Backy goal is because they kind of well, come from all over in the clutch. He's only got 12 on the year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll take it. It's 2 nothing. <laughs> I, I would I would love uh, that guy Blake maybe could, could tweet us or add us uh what what the percentage is when Backy scores like what are what the record is yeah what the record is it's gotta be like it's yeah, it's probably unreal I know when Beagle used to, like Beagle whenever Beagle scored I think they were like forty five zero and one or something like that yeah. he had a ridiculous record when JB could score <laughs> yeah that's for sure uh so a minute twenty two left in the third fourth line grind again he Dowd comes down feeds the trailing Jensen Jensen makes a nice little dish over to Panic. Panic's on the right side for an open tuck. Kind of very Stanley Cup final, game five, Lars Eller, first goal of the game-ish. Yeah, and talk about guys stepping up, and we've been talking about Panic in the fourth line, but another guy that I have been trashing all year, all last year, is Nick Jensen, and he's kind of stepped up these last couple games, and I don't even want to talk defensively yet because we yep. can get into that. I want to talk offensively. In the offensive zone, he's making good plays, making good passes in the neutral zone. He's uh, like shaking, shaking defensemen off to get open and getting the puck on net instead of just shooting into their fucking shin pads like he was. Like this guy's getting some confidence, and fuck, I'm glad he's getting points. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Jensen, he's been the, he went from being the worst defenseman on our team to probably the best. One of the better point. ones, <laughs> like. He's, he's been great. Like, he's been awesome. Uh, Carlson's been awful. Orlov has been pretty bad. Gudis has started sucking. Gudis hasn't played. I, like I said, I, don't, I think he's been scratched three of the four games. Well, I mean, as he should be. Honestly. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah I'm been, not saying I disagree, but yeah. He's, just, he's, been, he's been doing flybys in front of his own net <laughs> and shit like that. I mean, would you rather him from this workout than most of the defensemen just for playoff-wise? I would, just because I feel like he's built for the playoffs other than a Nick Jensen uh I don't know, man. He's not smart with the puck. I don't think he's that smart with the puck. Um, and if it, and if he's not going to be a defensive asset, if he's going to be a defensive liability in his own end, I mean, it just comes down to who is. I was gonna say I, I don't I, I don't really have an ideal six at this point anymore. Like whoever's, whoever's fucking yeah, whoever's playing well, play. Yeah, and yeah, I agree with dude, that. Like play the dude, hand. not that guy. Yeah, but you never um, know what's going to happen after coronavirus. <laughs> like, exactly. who's going to be hot? Who's going to be not? Exactly. I mean, I think Siegenthaler's played fine. I think Kempney. Uh, I think Kempney's 
been kind of bad. I'm pretty sure, I, I think everyone's been bad except for you think, Well, let's do this. At this point, do you think we have a rounded out top four? Well, yeah. Least? Yeah. So who's your top four? John Carlson, Dylan, Kempney. No, not Kempney. Orlov Jensen. Orlov and Jensen. Yeah, right now. Do you, yeah. think, do you think Kempney still has got a chance to be kicked out of the lineup if somebody starts playing better? Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. Um, I, I, you guys might disagree with me, but I just think I don't I see him getting scratched that often because uh, he won a Stanley Cup with us. Um, and on that Detroit, the Detroit game that we were getting ready to play, they did move Carlson and Kempney back together, which I was actually kind of excited for. I was like, they haven't played together for a while, and I was like, huh, maybe it'll spark something. Maybe both of their games will step up after that. And then I forget who else they had after that. Were they that. paired together last year? Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I'm just trying to remember if it's just like they were riding the coattails of earlier this year when Carlson was racking up points. Because really, we weren't even thinking about anything defensively because every game was going correctly offensively. Right. Um, You're talking about Carlson and Kemper? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah that's our, you always think back to our Stanley Cup championship lines right. and deep pairings. It's always just in the back of your head, and Carlson and Kemper right. were bananas in that run. Right, and they both have been bad lately, so I was kind of like – I was actually excited to see them together to see if it was like, all right, yeah, the gang's back together. Let's fucking go here. You know? Yeah, no, not for sure. I mean, so second period, it's scoreless. Uh, so 3 nothing going into the third. We're feeling good. Uh, Pens, they get a penalty shot in that second period, I believe. Yeah, Holt stops it. He's 5 of 7 in his career penalty shots. Uh, 30, seconds into the, 30 seconds into the third, it's fourth line grind again. Uh, Haglin, Shorty want to ride, two on one. And uh, yeah, we're down a man and we get a Shorty. Tuck it for nothing. Yeah, thank God we get a Shorty goal because remember that little stretch we had, I guess we could say a month ago now or maybe two months, that we were just getting Shorty scored on us left and right. I think it was like four in a matter of a month or something like that. We had like four in six games or something. Right. So good, on, good on us to get one. And fucking Haglin, baby. This guy's his role. Yep. I mean, fuck his old team. He hates the Penguins now. He's a capital. He's a cap, baby. He's not a pen. He's, he's not a, a ranger. He's not an idiot. Uh, he's a cap. <laughs> so, pens, they do get one back. Uh, speaking of idiots, Crosby and Malkin, they make things a little interesting. Uh, Osh, babe, though, baby, he gives the boys uh, the home and auto. He, gets, he bundles some insurance there. He tucks it, snipes it. Uh, he ends the comeback attempt. And like I said, line two, they've, they've been great. In this game specifically, they've been unreal. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's so much speed on that line with Rana. And it's all like, it's not like Baxter and Oshie are the fastest guys in the league, but Rana single-handedly just makes that line like so much more dynamic because of his speed. So much more lethal. Yeah, um, he. I mean, he's a he's a danger in his own defensive zone. Honestly, you can just like send a hail mary pass to him, and he might be all your. He's going to be all your guys to fuck. Yeah, you can't give that guy a head start. At no. All. And then, I mean, that, that's what's great for our defensemen when they're struggling. They can kind of have that outlet when he's out there, kind of just throw it in the middle, flip it, or high off the glass, shit like that. Yeah, it's a great breakout. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it works. It is what it is. Uh, Backy, he gets an assist on that. He's on pace, or was on pace, uh, for that 50-assist season. It would be his seventh in a row and the only NHL player with a streak that high. Yeah, finally him, him getting some credit. Love when shit happens like that. Because he's, he's playing solid, he's playing consistent. And uh, it doesn't matter if he's playing with Ovi, if he's playing with Oshi. Uh, he, he seems to keep getting it done. So uh, 
good on him, just like Ovi's getting on the goals. I keep hoping he gets the 50 assists. Maybe that'll be our thing. 50 goals or Ovi, 50 assists back. Yeah, sure. he's been oh. he's been on that streak, that 20 goals, 50 assists streak. So, For I mean, sure. it's going to I don't. He's not going to get twenty this year, though, which kind of sucks. But yeah, fifty assists. Yeah, another how many goals? How many goals is he have? Twelve. Twelve. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. not been a high goal scoring season for him. So another kind of speculation we have to wait on. This game was Holt's twenty fifth win. Uh, he stops twenty six of twenty eight. He's on pace for his sixth consecutive thirty win season, which would make him the tenth goalie in NHL history to do so. How about that? Chirpin DMV has not had a lot of goalie talk in the last oh. couple weeks, man. No, we, we haven't had. We haven't. We, we haven't had to. Holby is just taking the thing, and it kind of seems like he's running with it. And nobody's complaining. We're looking back on the whole goalie debate. Like fuck it, Samson off, take a left seat, fight. This is exactly what we said. This is exactly. So what it's, this well, is take this into account too. What if the season gets canceled? That was our last. We don't get Holby for one more playoff run. Yep. That takes that, that, that takes would, away hope before one. We were going to do one last playoff run with Hopi, and everybody's known it. Everybody's thanking it, and don't well, get. Well, I hope he understands that he better take a discount, or Seattle has shitty fucking weather. Both this cap deals, maybe, but oh no, that's yeah. yeah. But I don't, I don't think we can buy into that cap news and what's going no. on until it's all set in stone, and yep. we're in the middle of June. Yep. So that's really all we got for the Pittsburgh game. Big commanding win, and then it's um off to Buffalo. Kempney will leave it below the goal line. 6.55 left in regulation. Backstrom. Centering pass. Oshie there. Score! T.J. Oshie. That's how you douse momentum. The next shift. And they put so it up. Buffalo Sabres, baby. We're on the road. It was, I think, that Monday night. Uh... Didn't know it at the time it'd be our very last Caps game for the foreseeable future, so trying to follow up that dominating game. Sabres strike first, get the only tuck. Uh, they go up one nothing from an Olsen tuck. Uh, second period, much of the same. Jack Eichel, he scored a fucking beauty. Uh, he puts the Sabres up 2 to nothing at the end of the first, or the second. Did you guys see that goal? Yeah, Christ, boys. Take He's fucking sick. notes on that power play. sick, yeah. That, that was so bad. Because we, it was we, we love the Ovechkin pass. That is pretty much that same pass on a power play. And it was so wide open that yeah. they did a pass back, pass back, pass back, and then a fucking shot. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like it's, that's just nuts. You can't give that that lane that wide. Open. Uh, yeah, how was the middle of the ice that wide open? Right, insane. I mean, and Jack Jack Eichel <laughs> well, had he was just dancing. Net. It was an empty net, pretty much. The goalie yeah. could not recover. Yeah. So, but one thing I, I do want to touch on on the cast real quick is. Uh, we did talk going to that Penguins game, fourth line grind, fourth line's got some confidence. Yep. They looked fucking good in this first and second period, I think, even though the Caps that hold didn't look so good and weren't scoring. I thought they looked good, and they came in with a lot of confidence. And, I mean, I wish this team – I mean, wish this line still got a chance to keep playing because they look hot at this point. I agree with you, yeah. Uh, so – but seemingly, though, it's Ovechkin that's been bailing us out. He bailed us out in the third period of that Rangers game. He bails us out again up here in, in northern New York. So he gets on the board early in the third, cuts the deficit to one. Uh, he kind of makes a hell of a play off that koozie faceoff win. A little toe drag snipe and 48. Nice little move. Yeah, this little motion one there with the faceoff and kind of got lucky. Not, I wouldn't say lucky because he kind of had control of the puck where he pulled it in tight. Yeah, it was a good toe drag. Passed the player and... That was, vintage, that was vintage. That was vintage. Yeah, I think it was seven. Hole, seven hole, maybe. He just like puts it through the guy's legs on a curl drag and fucking see ya, pucks in the net. That was vintage. Dude, that guy doesn't even aim. I figured that out. Like, he doesn't try yeah. to shoot five hole. I think he just tries to hit the puck as hard as the fuck he can, and then just figures it out. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, he. Do, I mean, he definitely aims. But his stick curve yeah, does the does, aiming for him too. 
Yeah, it's got that crazy curve. He just hits that puck as hard as he can. Yeah, there are yeah there are times when he's just trying to get the puck off. Because yeah, sure. he on, on Instagram when he was uh, shooting, just like taking stupid little shots with Baby Obi out there mm. on the net. You can just see his shot, like one went like kind of posting in, the other one's in the middle of the net, there, there. Like you can see him moving a little bit. Like so his this, shot is just crazy. So this is the most well. We can't say it's the most underrated part of his game, saying his shot is the best other because it's always the only game. But what people don't like, what they what people take for granted is that Ovechkin does not miss the net. No, a lot of people miss. A lot of players miss the net. He doesn't yeah, ever. Not a, not a Mike Tiberly out there. Yeah, it's it, he hits the he hits the net more often than not, and I think I, I think that's the difference between him and every other goal scorer. Basically, is that. Other goal scorers. I mean, when he does miss, he misses high and wide. And... Right. He, he, I mean, that's yeah, true. On that, on the one timers, he does miss. He kind of does miss the net a lot. But I'm t- he. You don't ever see a game where he's strictly missing the net. Right. He's he's getting if he's shooting the puck more often than not, it's on goal. And I think that people underrate that as a skill is being able to get the puck on net alone. Just put pucks on net. Yeah. Like uh, like I would say Pasternak, like Pasternak, his shooting percentage is probably up this year because he's probably hitting that more. Well, if you watch him, he kind of has a similar thing. Uh, I wouldn't say playing style or whatever. I'd say shooting style to where it's like a quick release. It's like out of nowhere. Sometimes it's just like you would think somebody's passing, but the way they can pull the puck to him, pull it away from him, just get that shot off. However it is, I think Pasternak and Ovechkin are in that sense. How it's just a quick release and they can get a shot off anywhere. Right. Right, agree, and yeah. I just think, yeah, I just think more players, more of these superstars, besides maybe McDavid. I mean, he kind of hits the net all the time too now. But a lot of superstars, I think, just miss high and wide all the time because they're just going for that shot. They're going for the bar down. Yep, yep. So we thought Ovi got his forty ninth too because it's like ten minutes later. Orlov he throws at the net, looks like it goes off Ovi's foot, but it's off a of Sabers foot. But I mean, two to two I game, I, and we go to OT, I I, we get a point. Yeah, I think I dumbly sent a tweet that Ovi scored that. I was like, so sorry. <laughs> and it happened, like, it in my mind, it didn't even, like... All of Twitter even, did. Even when they did the slow-mo replay, and it was obviously not Ovi's goal. I was kind of, like, in my mind, like, can they give that goal to Ovi? All, like, all of Twitter said Ovi 49. And yeah, I was like, like, fuck, everybody wanted it to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> it would have been awesome if that yeah, happened. It would have been like, great. If he got 50. Dude, if he got 50 that night... If and you got the season ended, yeah, this season, I'd be happy. Yeah, I would. I, I would yeah, give it. Yeah, shit. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you got to do that night, I would. I would not give a shit. I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. End the regular season. I don't if you shit. could go back in time and say that Ovi would definitely get fifty, all the shit's still going on and still happens, but you now have Corona, maybe. Sure, I have Corona. You have Corona. You can go back in time. And it happens that Ovi scores a game winner. If Ovi gets 50, up, if I say 50, but now you have I'll Corona. take Corona for 50. Okay. I think, again, well, I think Corona, the, 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 I think the, Corona ain't going to kill me. The worst part to try to comprehend is he's at 48, and we still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, um, twelve, thirteen games left. I mean, that's a 55 goal season. I know. Because you have Detroit twice. 65, like I called it. Definitely not. But, yeah. It could it's, it's a 55-goal. It's a good chance it's a 55-goal season. Or, like, a 52-goal season. It's at least 52 goals. It's a 52-goal season. God damn. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, yeah, so very, very uh, frustrating. I hate thinking about it. So skip OT. Let's go to the shootout. We lose in round seven. Only guy that scores for us is Kuzi. Uh, Dylan gets one, but then uh, Kuhan gets the winner. Let's talk about that sh- shootout lineup. It's tough to put thought into because we never really get this far in a shootout, but when TJ Oshie, Kovalchuk, and Backstrom back-to-back-to-back don't score, it's probably going to be a tough go at it. Um, Real quick, maybe some of the people out there don't know, how does it work uh, with a coach? They submit the first three players right before a game. And then after that, is it just whoever you want, or do you already have to have that list? I don't know if they have Does anybody know how that works? Like, I mean, at, at, at that DM point, Tariq, after the three, after the three and three, are you just sending out? Are you just sending out who you want? I don't. I just, you might write down the first five, um, and then go from yeah. there. But I'm not sure how. I, I'm not sure specifically. I'm pretty sure you just write down the first three, and then after that, you can pick whoever you want. Yeah, but everybody has to as go once before you can redo. Again. Yeah. Right. 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 So, I mean, you have our basic six. I mean, it's Oshie, it's Kovalchuk, it's Baxter. Love it. Kuznetsov, I yes. I, mean, I didn't argue with Ovechkin, the, yes, but Vrana, yes. But there. right after Vrana, you go to Panic? I know he's been uh, hot, but right so, after Vrana? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's he's a wild move. He's, he's a goal scorer, though, in the sense of if he's good or not as a goal scorer. If you're looking at lines and you're looking at players on lines, like, you would say the fourth-line goal scorer right now is Panic. The first-line goal scorer is Ovechkin. Well, with a hot hand. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, the guys right now. I don't kind know. I think I like an Eller shootout. Isn't that, or... isn't that what you want to happen, though? Like, I mean, early yeah. in the season, I know, I know you guys were talking about when Eller didn't get out and get any playing time when he was hot in a Pittsburgh game. I think it was in overtime. Or not I don't... a third period, something like that. I mean, maybe that's maybe not... I was looking at it as a hot game. That's hand. not the coaching glint that I saw. What I saw was... How did make any decisions on that? What I saw was... Um, if Kuzi happened to go third there, we would have won. I'm just saying. Which we yeah. usually go, uh, we usually go Oshi Kuzi, Oshi Backstrom Kuzi or Oshi Kuzi Backstrom. But we have Kovalchuk now. But still. but now we have Kovalchuk, right? So you have to go Oshi Kovalchuk Kuzi or Oshi Kuzi Kovalchuk. Either way, I think you need Kuzi, Kuzi in that in top three. Top, yeah, Backstrom's Kuzi's usually pretty three. good though. He usually just comes Backstrom out is usually sucks. good. He's usually Basham is usually good, but still. But Kuzi I'm, makes moves, son. I'm choosing Kuzi before Basham every single time, and if he's in that top three, we win. Just saying. So your your top three is definitely Kuzi, Kovalchuk, Oshie. Yes, every single time. No, without a doubt. And then number four is Basham. I don't. And then this yeah. game, he decided. To I like Kuzi over Basham. I definitely think it depends on goalie too, because like some some goalies, I would just throw Ovi out there and be like, dude, just fucking shoot. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm playing my top three. I know who my top three is every single time, and I know what order they go in. I, I knew it before Kovalchuk. I knew it even before we had Kovalchuk. Before we had Kovalchuk, it, it should go Oshie, Kuzi, Backstrom every single time. After we got Kovalchuk, I think it should go Oshie, Kovalchuk, Kuzi every time, or Oshie, Kuzi, Kovalchuk. I, I don't, I don't. Either way, I, Kuzi in the top three is the point you're trying to make, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. He's got heck of moves. Backstrom, if he's scoring, he's sniping, and it's. But yeah, it's a tough shootout loss, and it's how the season, as we know it, ends. This is Richard Ponick. Ponick at center. In on all marks. Save! Sabres win it! Yeah, uh, it's kind of annoying because we didn't treat it like the last game of the season, obviously. Yeah, because we never knew, but it's 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 a, it's a tough way to end it. <laughs>
Yeah, I am. Tough way to end it. It's so. just, yeah, and caps are slumping, and now we're sitting here for at least a month, probably more, thinking, oh, shit, where, like, what the fuck do we do now without hockey? Yeah, it's, yes, yeah, so let's think about it. Let's let's finish it up with this. Let's, I mean, <laughs> what should we do? I mean, we'll get a pot. I want to get an episode out maybe the end of this week or next week. We'll get local teams on and talk to them if their season was ruined by coronavirus. But let's think of us as a pod. <laughs> what should we talk about? I don't know. Should we just start, should we treat it like the off season? Just start doing the uh, the all-team segments or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. I mean, we could obviously do like a try to if a coronavirus canceled season happens we can pick our like award winners or something at the time we could uh i saw you our johnny snapchat they were betting on simulated sports they were playing nhl and just did computer versus computer and were betting on it well, <laughs> that was me before, <laughs> was before, it? We get, before we get too deep into this before we get too deep into the dark talk i do want to keep on the topic of one cap thing real quick do you think that any of the caps are still trained at all Unless they're doing it at home, but they're not allowed to do any team organized stuff. They can't go. They're not allowed to go to the rinks or anything. Like they're not allowed to. How many of the guys do you think are doing shit at home, like with a net? Like you can hit. I'm just saying. I've never, I've never been a pro athlete, but I've definitely been like. I don't know. I just seem. I just think if I was a pro athlete, I'd want a net in my house and like want to shoot it, like shooting hoops, shooting pucks, like shit like that. If I was a pro athlete, pro hockey player, like I'd want to be shooting at some some capacity, right? Yeah, probably, but um, yeah, I don't think a lot of them maybe have the access now. A lot of these guys have no; they all have the access. But well, a lot of the guys living in DC probably have condos, shit like that. They don't have nets in their condos. Yeah, they probably have one in the facility that they live at. Uh, you don't think condos have like random? Yeah, gyms they got they got gyms. They're, they they're, they're working yeah, they, out, they're doing shit, but they're just dude, they're, not mil- they're millionaires. Team organized but how many of them are thinking about they need that shit at home because they have the rank? Just down the road, but now they can't go to them. They're millionaires. They're they can figure it out. They'll figure it out. They'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, there's there's no way they'll figure they're it not. out. Yeah, yeah, they'll be all right. Um, so let's. I mean, so yeah. What else? What else are we talking about? Like AB is gambling on NHL. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. That shit was intense. Electric. It's intense. You should have been there, dude. We were getting hyped over this shit. It was better than watching an actual game. I did have so, a great bet. I was betting on some uh, UFC last night. Oh, did you? Yeah, they're, just still, they're just still fighting. I was up, 100, fuck. <laughs> I was up to $100 for the main card, and then I got fucked. The main card fight got the guy I was going head-to-head against Kevin a lot Lee, of he sucks. Me. Yeah, so I didn't pick it. But I'm t- so, me and Johnny and K-Ray were all betting on that game. It was Montreal versus Toronto. I had Toronto. What we did was we did three randoms, and then you could pick your team. I ended up getting Toronto, so I had we just did it for like ten bucks, just for fun. Yeah. And yep. They so here's here's how the game went down. Montreal, they, you know, they first period they kind of dominated us a little bit. They went up three nothing early. And I was like, oh fuck, this game's over. I thought I was gonna lose like five to one. Fucking my boys make the greatest comeback of all time. Yeah, uh, three it's three two in, uh, at the end of two. Damn, this something. Are you guys betting on simulated games? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You do computer versus computer in NHL 20. Yeah. And I'm fucking no, we just bet on it. It was awesome, dude. So, like, so then, when we end this pod, we're doing it. Five bucks. After this? All right. All right, fine. I'm down. Yeah, go for um, it. So, yeah. So, <laughs> then, but anyway, we're three to two, going into the third, and I got Mike, I got my boy Mike Devine. He's like, I know how this shit works, man. The team's going to tie it up and win it in overtime. And I was, like, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
He's like, I'm telling you, man, your team's going to tie it up with 30 seconds left, and then you're going to win in overtime. I've seen this before. And I was like, all right, whatever. Toronto scores to tie it with 32 seconds left, almost Dang. on the dot to force it into overtime. And then I lost in overtime. I was like, God damn it, Mike. So pissed, but he did call the 30 second time goal. He should have, he should have been on calling the 30 second goal. Made some side yeah, he would have made bank on that if he did that. You like, no way, I'm maybe, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's we could do that. I mean, is there stuff we could do? Did you see Whitney's tweet where he was like, I can deal online poker? Yeah, I mean, try that out. <laughs> if we're really, if we're really getting this dark and shit, I mean, I've definitely seen people bet on marble racing because I haven't seen it and you're getting right. really bored. Just YouTube right. marble racing, and you can bet on that shit. Just pick your marble, bet on some buddies, throw a dollar up each. Get a gumball machine, throw a bunch of different colored gumballs, see what yeah. comes out. Right, right. <laughs> like like a horse race? Yep. I mean, you could easily do that. Something different. <laughs> darts? There's darts, too. Oh, I know. Dude, my guy, Van Gerwen. Have you ever seen him on Twitter? The guy that's, doesn't that's the guy that's like hitting like nine for nine darts and like all that. Yeah, stuff. the ball guy? Yeah, yeah. He's electric, dude. That guy is awesome. Fucking pumps up the crowd every time. Dude, those crowds for darts, they go nuts. I mean, darts is kind of... Yeah, you hit like, like a triple nine or that crazy kind of shit they do? Yeah. Yeah, he hit three trip 20s. He hit nine yeah, like, in a row, three yeah. trip 20s, and then three trip 19s or something. Yeah, he was like, he get three darts, and he was like nine for nine. I think it was one time he almost went 12, or he was like 11 for 12. 11 for 12. Yeah, he almost went 12 for 12, which is fucking crazy in darts. And then that kind of goes like you know how like ESPN kind of has like bowling like I think darts might be like twenty twenty bowling like might be dude like darts darts is coming back in a big way darts is huge it is huge but I mean I don't fucking know we need to start getting some content out people are gonna start going crazy yeah we, well, we can't we, go we have this we have this lockdown like it's just gonna get worse and worse and without hockey I don't know. Right. I kind of want. I kind of want to like find a rich friend somewhere that has like this hidden roller hockey rink in the woods <laughs> somewhere, and we can just play pickup games for the next fourteen days. It'd be great. Right. Yeah. So it is what it is. We'll we'll figure something out to do from there. But yeah, that's that's kind of all I got. We'll just kind of play by ear and see what happens. Yeah. Just throw out some. If any fans who are listening, just throw out some random segments that you want to hear. Or if you want to hop on, we'll probably have you on. Tweet it. Yeah. Tweet it. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, yeah. We can do it. Johnny tweeted at us. He said, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, might as well. Right. Yeah, anybody. Right. Fucking talk, talk with Johnny. Nelly, if you're listening, you can do a song. We'll have you on that. Sure. <laughs> All right, that'll do it then. All right, boys. Uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah, next week works. We'll right. figure it right. out. We'll yeah, get us right away. We're not dead by then. Fuck it. We're not dead by then. We're good. All right. Peace out, boys. Peace. Oh